Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom fashions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the podcast this week. I hope you all have had a great week. I want to start off the podcast by just thanking our sponsors again, Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. They are the ones that take my ramblings and get it on the air for you. And I'm so appreciative of that, especially Joy Road. She is the gal who is always just waiting patiently for me to send her my audio and my show notes. And she takes them, makes them pretty, puts them up for you. So thankful for that. So thank you, Joy. Also, thank you to Gina, who handles the social media. She gets it out for the podcast and puts it on Pinterest and you know Instagram and Facebook and all the social media platforms. And I really just appreciate those ladies who come alongside us podcasters for the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network, and they help us get our message out. The other sponsor this week continues to be the Homegrown Preschooler. Leslie is so willing to help put money, money into this podcast to support what I do, to support what we do, getting our message out there to you. If you haven't checked out our new summer curriculum, it is available in ebook. The printed one is being made as we talk as I talk and is on its way here soon, but it is a summer of playing skillfully and you can find that on our website, thehomegrownpreschooler.com. Also, if you've been looking at our yearly curriculum, it's going on sale for Mother's Day. So be on the lookout for that along with some special giveaways. So I love a Mother's Day giveaway. I'm going to be giving away some Mr. Rogers books and special things for um, my day to mom's love Mr. Rogers. You hear me talk about that a lot. And and because of these books I've been reading from Mr. Rogers and because of a conversation I had recently with my dear friend, Carrie, and even a conversation I had with my husband recently, I just thought, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about feelings today. And I want to talk about expressing your feelings. We mothers, we have a tough job. We have the job of keeping it all together, right? We have a job of taking these little precious babies and raising them up, hopefully, to be emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy, physically healthy, in every way, academically healthy. We we want children, our children, to grow up and be these well-adjusted grown-ups. And I think one of the most important things we can do to help them get there is to honor their feelings from the get-go. It's one of the things that I'm sure I learned from watching Mr. Rogers that I never even knew until later in life where it originated from. I'm a big fan of feelings. I'm a big fan of talking about how you feel. Always have been. Now, not always easy for me. I will um, be the first to tell you if someone confronts me, I get I get defensive and I don't always handle that confrontation well. I have to think on things. I do much better if I just hold my tongue and process it for a while and then go back to talk about it. That's what I've learned works better for me than instant um, response if someone has confrontation with me. But in helping young children, we've got to think through some things. Children go through all different types of emotions as they are growing. They get exhausted. And when they get exhausted, you will see that come out in their behavior. Remember, behavior is communication. So always when they're communicating through their behavior, think, huh, what's really going on? So they'll get exhausted. They'll get angry and frustrated because they can't do something. They can't communicate something. They get sad. And oh my goodness, when they get sad, sometimes it is a deep, dark sadness. And they are joyous times. They get so just 
over the top excited. And so how do we help them navigate emotions? How do we help them learn what's appropriate, not appropriate? Often you will hear, don't cry, stop that. We don't, you'll be okay. And I get frustrated with that because let me just say this loud and clear, whether you're a child or whether you're an adult, you feel how you feel. And it's no one's right to tell someone else you shouldn't feel that way because you, whether it's the feelings are justified or not, they're still your feelings. And so what is a better way to help our children navigate emotions is to honor their feelings. And so I want us to talk through that. What does that look like as a mom? How do we handle that for ourselves? How do we handle that for our kids? How do we help them feel how they feel and work through it? Some basic ways. Acknowledge their feelings. When you see a toddler over there having a tantrum, oh my, you are mad. Look at you being so angry. What made you so angry? And start asking and be curious about it. We need to get that anger out. I bet when you get that anger out, you will feel better. Should we stomp the anger out? Should we cry the anger out? Should we... Should we rip up magazine pages to get the anger out? Should we go to our special cozy area and put on some music? Will that help get our anger out? So you acknowledge it. You identify it. You call it what it is. Wow, you are sad. Those are big crocodile tears. When mommy has big crocodile tears like that, she's super sad too. It's okay to be sad. We want to tell them that it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy. Wow, you're so excited. Look how excited you are. And you want to help them when they are feeling emotions of anger and sadness. You want to help walk them through it. You want to say, wow, you got, I noticed you were so sad when daddy left for work today. Will you be so happy when he returns? I bet you will. Wow, you got so angry when you couldn't put your shoe on by yourself. Sometimes we need help. Is it okay that mom helps you? Wow, I noticed you were so tired after you woke up from your nap early. Maybe tomorrow your nap will go for two hours and you'll be happy. So you help them feel, because here's the the deal, and I promise you this is true. We know emotional health affects physical health. And if we spend our days telling our children to stop, hey, stop. No, we don't have time for that. No more crying. I've had enough of that. Hey, you don't need to be sad over that. You need to calm down. You're way too up over there. So we spend spend so much time telling them their emotions are not okay that guess what they begin to do? Whether they know it or not, whether you know it or not, they begin to shut down those emotions. They begin to stuff those emotions. Oh, wait, I can't be sad in front of my mom. She's going to tell me to sh- My dad can't see me cry. I can't be angry. Angry is not okay. And you know, remember, angry is just a symptom of something else. Usually angry is just covering up hurt, resentment, um, abandonment, rejection. There are so many other feelings that are surrounded by anger. Anger is just a symptom to kind of cover that up. So we're telling them that's not okay. Now, we have to learn how to be appropriate with our angry anger, right? I mean, we got to not go and hurt our siblings in our anger. We got to not take it out on the wrong person. But we do have to acknowledge that it's there. It is there. They feel how they feel. You feel how you feel. And when you're angry, you need to say, hey, you know what? Mama's getting really angry. I need to take a break. And you need to be, to, you need to be able to work through it too. 
You need to find some coping methods for you to help you move through your anger. Because, hey, if, if there's a mom out there and she's like, I don't ever, I don't get angry. I don't know what you're talking about. You are not telling the truth. You get angry. We all get angry. We all lose it on occasion. Not proud of it, but we do. This is hard, this parenting thing. And, and, and it's okay to say, you know what? It's hard. Some days I, I don't like it. Some days I'm wishing I could just go sit quietly. Some days I just want to cry all day because I'm exhausted. Somebody wants something for me all the time. It is okay to feel how you feel. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be angry. You can't stay in that. It's not healthy to stay in that. But you do have to acknowledge it and then move through it. And if we can teach our kids how to do that, we also need to help them realize that when they are the ones that have caused it. And, and often you'll hear, no one else can make you happy. We, that's true, but we also contribute. We contribute to how other people feel. The words we choose to use, they will determine, can determine how someone feels about themselves, how, how someone thinks about a situation. If you, if you go out there and use your words and bash a restaurant, you don't think your friend's going to then go, oh, yeah, hey, let's go. No, it impacts. Our words impact other people, how they feel about themselves, how they feel about the situation. So we can help teach our children that, that your words matter, your words impact others. So acknowledge that. You know, your four-year-old, they always want to use poopy language, right? Poopy butt, poopy head. And you acknowledge, hey, when you called her poopy butt, that made her sad. But look at her head. She didn't have poopy on her butt. And then you kind of acknowledge it and ask the little girl, do you have poopy on your butt? Are you poopy on your back right now? No, you don't. And they laugh it off and it turns silly. And that's okay too. It doesn't always have to be a deep, serious conversation about the words, but it is important to help them understand that their words impact other people, how they feel. And their response is going to matter. How they respond when they're hurt, how they respond when they're angry, that matters too. So when we want to talk about feelings, we want to help them have those coping mechanisms in place. Belly breathing is huge. Teaching kids to take good, big, deep breaths to calm their body, to get oxygen to their brain. We need to learn as the adults to take big, deep, dilly belly breaths. The other day, our dog jumped on the bed with us and she started doing these big, big, deep belly breaths. And I thought, oh my gosh, we've done it so much. Our dog is now learning, you know, how to do it and take these big breaths. But it's so important that we all learn to feel how we feel. And we all learn to be honest about those feelings. And we learn how to move through them. So the other way we move through them is we have honest conversations. I watched a clip come across Facebook. It was actually Oprah Winfrey and Brene Brown. You know, I'm a huge fan of Brene Brown. It was talking about vulnerability. And Oprah actually said, you know, vulnerability is when you can just really be sane for all of you, no matter what. You can be your true self. You can be exactly as you are. And do you know how scary that is? Do you know how scary that is to let yourself be known fully? But boy, if we could teach our children that it's safe at home to be known fully, that they could show us exactly how, who they are, how they are, so that we could help them navigate through that. And we could teach them the power of vulnerability to just let that be known and that we accept them exactly as they are. Wouldn't that be powerful as they go into adulthood? Now, of course, you want to be cautious with who you're vulnerable with. I don't know that vulnerability is meant for every person to be shared with every person, but 
when you have the ability and the courage to be vulnerable, it's a great thing. And if we could get our children to that place, it would be a great thing. You feel how you feel. You feel how you feel. And you as a mom right now, if you're listening to this and you're feeling inadequate, it's okay. And if you're feeling nervous, it's okay. Me too. I'm feeling nervous. As I have another daughter graduating, I've mentioned recently, I'm thinking, did I do everything? Does she know it all? Have I done it right? I've got two more coming up next year. There's so much I have to teach them, want to teach them, want to share with them. But I want them to have permission to feel nervous and scared and a little bit anxious if they do. Excited. Because it's okay to feel how you feel. And then to help them learn how to talk out their feelings. And it's important to know how you do that. Like, are you a person that needs to process it out loud? I do need to process it out loud. But often, especially if it's an area that I've been hurt, I need to process it quietly first. I need to journal about it. I need to think through it. Because I, like I said earlier, I I react quickly and often harshly, to be honest. I, I get hurt. And in my hurt, I feel rejected. And when I feel rejected, I push away and I shut down and I fight back at the same time. You know, I just kind of, uh, it makes me so anxious. And so I often need to just retreat and think through it a little bit and pray through it and journal through it. And then I'm able to come back and have that honest conversation about what happened. And often that is, it's beautiful when, when that happens, um, And if we can teach our children to do that, if we can teach our children to recognize when they need to take a moment away and then come back and talk through it with you, with a sibling, and then as they move on into adult relationships, they will be able to identify, they'll know how they handle those moments of conflict and those moments of feelings taken over and what they need to do to move through it. If they need to take a break, if they need to go for a walk, if they need to process it out loud, if they need to process it quietly, it is okay. But talking always helps. And I know I mentioned that um, in my podcast with Grace as a senior, that talking always helps. And I think as we help our kids move through their feelings and navigate their feelings, it's so important. Recently, I had a heart-to-heart with another child, and and he said, Mom, you know, we've not talked a lot like this lately. And he was right. He's almost a senior and busy out there on the road and going, and I've been busy, and we've not had those heart-to-hearts. And it was so delightful, and I treasure it. And I pray we can have more of them. But you've got to make sure that you're teaching them how to have them that it's safe to have them with you. And you've got to dare to acknowledge how you feel about them as well. So you feel how you feel. As we move into Mother's Day, I'm going to think through some thoughts about that. Let me know who you'd like to hear from. Hey, I did pick a winner, by the way, from the podcast. I mentioned about my birthday party coming up. We're going to have 10 women from across the country coming to our home for the weekend. Women, this uh, I felt like we're laid on my heart for different reasons. Most of them I don't know very well at all. They're going to show up. We're going to sit by the pool, have some fruity drinks, have some great conversation. And Jordan Callahan, she was the winner of the podcast spot. So all 10 spots have been filled. If one mom has to cancel, we'll grab another winner. But for now, that's the plan for August 3rd through 5th. So be praying for us as we have the moms here that we are able to pour into them. We, meaning Christy Montez, is going to be here with me and another friend, Kathy, another homeschooling mom of 20 plus years. And we're going to be pouring into these young moms, sharing what wisdom we have, also admitting how we don't know most things. But I think it's going to be a great time. 
Hope you have a great week. Remember just to feel how you feel and talk through it. And we need each other. So give each other grace in the midst of all that. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.